everyone, and welcome to Superhero Speak. I'm your host, Dave. Hold on, let me turn my volume down. That hurt my ears. And this is John. JD, I had a burp before the show, and Dave started right as I was about to burp, so I had to hold it in, and now I feel gross. <laughs> well, you are gross. <sighs> it's like my wife. <laughs> well, she's been telling me things. You know, yeah. you tells everybody that, so I'm I know. Not, don't feel and, special. And so we start <laughs> right at the bottom. Oh, of course. That's what we do. Only, then you can only work your way up. <laughs> you can only get better from here. Not really. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Burpee, let's start with you then. How was your week? Anything exciting? I fixed, I worked on, I spent the weekend redoing my uh, paperback covers because I wasn't happy with them. So I really, I'm not a designer, but I spent some time, I stole liberally from other designs and I'm really happy with how I re I fixed them. So I'm very happy with the work I put in. I have just enough rudimentary Photoshop skills to get by passively. So yeah. I'm really happy with how these turned out. And uh, today I woke up at 5 a.m., went to the gym, got a good hour squat workout in, did a hard half hour in the elliptical, came home, took the kid to swimming practice, had my own wrestling practice, wrestled live with the kids. I broke my nose today, as you can see on the video. You broke it? Broke it? <laughs> broke broke it? It's broke. And then like it was something that kind of shot out of there for a second and then pushed oh. back in. So yeah, man, it's been a good day. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I'm so yeah. tired right uh, now. Wait, whoa, whoa. I broke like, it a hundred times. Wait, stop, rewind. You bone coming, cartilage coming it's out of here, and you just put... No, it actually happened on the Kid Crunch. I heard it crunch, and I think what happened, it's, it poked out and then went back in. Like, I didn't do it on my own. I think it just happened. So, so like, when you're watching an action hero, and they break, and they somebody breaks their nose, and they just, like, grab it and... Like that, that's a real thing? Oh, yeah, it's cartilage. So I don't think I've ever shown you guys this. I'm going to take my headphones off for a second. See, so look, if you look at my ear, this is my cauliflower ear. I always wear headphones, so you can't tell. This is as far as it bends. Oh, like if you look close here, uh -huh. like it's all like thick and calcified. It don't move because the cartilage has been was broken and then like filled with pus. And then when I remove the pus, it, it scars over. And now it's like like a bone. Oh, well, you know, if we're going to do that. Then... Oh, man. Uh... <laughs> so this is a good reason to do the video this week and subscribe yes. to our YouTube channel so you can see the grossness that's all over my face. That, that I actually was going to suggest say that uh, at some point in this episode is a. Uh... For those who don't know, we I got, we always forget to mention it. We're on YouTube now. We're on uh, YouTube.com forward slash Superhero Speak. It's an actual video podcast every week now because, you know, we're beautiful. It has been for like the last year. You guys yeah. don't comment on my beard. My beard's coming pretty nice. <laughs> yeah, you forgot to shave this morning. All right. Uh, this is like three months or two months, but I can't grow anything right here. Isn't that crazy? I have a skull. Do you have Asian in you? Asian? No, I got the, I got like a Northern Ireland. They say oh, the eyes right. can get a little bit slant, like a little bit slanty, and so I got I got that going on. But I'm not uh, the first person who said you are you kind of part Asian because I do have some um, narrow eyes, but then, so. and and you can't grow facial hair. So I mean, it's <laughs> I've met many Japanese men who have very impressive beards. So I think that is a stereotypical uh, uh, myth. Uh, uh, yeah, probably, every, every martial arts master, like I mean, that's that's even a, it's even a stereotype. Mm, three white guys going into this territory. Perhaps we should pull back. One of this my is best, true. one of my best friends is of Asian descent, and he, he you know, he tries growing beard. Well, I know a lot. I mean, like this, I'm 40, and this is the most facial hair I've ever had in my life. So you know, I'll just attribute to the fact that I'm playing catch up. So maybe <laughs> I grew I grew a more impressive beard when I was in college, and now, now this is this is as dark as it gets. Oh. That's old age too. I like 
I like Thank this you. thing. This yes, is natural. Like I don't grow anything up here. So I'm thinking about when, when it is time to shave, I'm going to do the Colonel Sanders and just give, you know, <laughs> a little bit down here, a little bit out here. Uh -huh. See how long I take before my wife go, yells at me. So uh, won't, won't be long. No, probably a day. So I'll probably get a good day with it. But you know, it'll Welcome be a funny to facial answer. hair speaks. <laughs> it's the banter. People like the banter. <laughs> well, John, since you're, you're, you're upset about the facial hair, since you can't grow any, how was your week? <laughs> it was good. It was good. Like literally nothing to say. I've got I've got a wedding in two weeks. You getting um, married? What? No, no, no. God. Never. Oh. Yeah. Never again, right? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a I'm a you know post fifty year old geek. Like my dating aspect, my my dating prospects are basically nil in in like bumfuck Pennsylvania. So yeah, but. No, I got, I got, I got really nothing. I read, I reread Stormfront by, was it the Harry Dresden books by Jim yeah. Butcher? So we're gonna review that soon. I gotta, I bought it. I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. I actually <laughs> downloaded the audio version to listen to. They were done by uh, the guy who did Spike, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yes. right? Oh, yeah. James Marsden. Yes. yes. Yeah, I've heard he did a wonderful job. He's done almost every book that that Jim Butcher put out. Mm. Yes, I haven't listened to it yet, but I've, I've heard that as well. So you, you guys got me kind of excited to read that. So I'm very, I'm very curious to check this out. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, God's wait until you get into book two. Like book two starts really starts everything off. He like puts Chekhov's guns in there that are still firing off in like book yes. 15. And just the, the characters, the number of characters and the it's oh. it's shocking how many seeds he's laid down throughout the books that pay off. In later books it's not just like there's definitely through stories it's not oh i just thought of this you know you can yeah. tell it's like he thought of everything in book two he's made a couple of adjustments but right. for the most part it's still all to his plan i'm excited i'm look. i'm really looking forward to reading this well, so yeah otherwise i got i got nothing like got uh, nothing yeah nothing honey no, not that's an old not, joke nothing. yes it that is an old joke we're old people so that's we true. can tell old jokes fair enough what well, about uh, what, what, what about <laughs> well he asked you second so you have to follow it up that's how it goes oh so moving on to today's news <laughs> brutal ouch brutal so i've had a i've had a, an interesting and, and busy week myself since to be quite honest for one like i said i downloaded the the dress files i haven't started listening to it yet but i'm excited i don't normally do books on tape kind of thing but you know audible's a thing i'm like oh, let me give this a try so Audible is a thing. Yes. And I walk a lot so I can listen to it while I walk. That's that's the plan. And I had mentioned last week I was thinking about uh, starting a second podcast. And I am in the midst of putting that together. I've actually recorded the first two episodes of it. I was editing the first one today. The first one is just a quick 15-minute introduction of like who I am and why I'm doing this. And the second one is an interview with a good friend of this show. The show is friends? Oh, oh, Don. Oh, Don. Hmm. Yes, yes. Because I told him about it, and he's like, oh, that's exciting. And he, I, I, you know, he wanted to be on it. So he is the first guest. I already have a guest lined up for the second and third episode. So this is going to be a thing. I will say this. that It's good and bad in the sense of they're evergreen things. So I can record a bunch of them and stack them up and just release them every week. It's not like I'm talking about news like we do on this show. I have to have a schedule of record, edit, put it out, market, you know, and repeat like this. I can just put them out there and see. And I'm not planning to try to monetize this show. So 
it's just going to be, you know, I just put it out and put it out in the world and see what happens kind of thing. Let the guests promote it that are on it. And, you know, I'll promote it a little bit. There is a Twitter for it. The show is going to be called Spiritually Speaking. I like how you kept the branding. Yes, of course. That's my synergies. thing. Synergies. Like fe- I'm feeling synergies. And uh, it's at Spiritly Speak 8, because apparently Spiritly Speaking is too long for Twitter. <laughs> But I like I saw it and I'm like I'm gonna keep it because the eight's like an infinity sign turned on its side. So I I, I like the idea. So so that is the Twitter handle and and yeah, my plan is to release all three of the first all three three episodes right away because that's an old podcasting trick I learned after the show started. But apparently it's a way to get on the charts right away. So to get recognized on the new and noteworthy, we'll see. I like it. So yeah, good I'll, for I'll you. Let, I will let everyone know once that is out and, and available. And and yeah, what else? What else? Oh, and then, so, you know, Facebook's a thing, right? Well, yeah. That we all love and, and adore. It's a and, wasteland. Uh, well, it's a horrible, horrible wasteland. It, but it, it is. Mm-hmm. Facebook does this, you know, memories that I, pop up. I do appreciate Facebook memories. I'll give you that. When I was happier and less hatred of the platform. And a memory popped up today, and it was me and John. Oh, God. I mean. Four years ago at it, Wizard World. I, 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 thought, I thought you burned the, 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 the prince. Prince? What year is this? <laughs> Photo prince? Okay, deep well, throat. By, by, by the prince. Do we get I rid mean, of the microfiche? I, mean I mean the hard drive that they were saved on. <laughs> so anyway. I got a problem was, with my eight track. Should we deal with that too? It's me and John with Rusty at uh, Wizard World four years ago. It was a picture that Rusty posted. And I looked at the guy in that picture, not John and not Rusty, but me. And I was like, oh my God, who the hell is this? So You're a different um, human being, man. You basically lost a me. Yeah. So I put the two pictures up and, and then, and it's funny because I took a picture after I was done my workout this, this morning and I put the two pictures up side by side and it's like, yeah, I still got lo- weight to lose, but oh my God, I didn't realize the progress until I like looked at these two pictures next to each other. Well, we've told you. Yeah. But it's different seeing, like I get it. Like it's different seeing it, especially when you're, when you're trying to lose weight, you become, this is wrestler problem so i get it like you become super body conscious and sometimes mm-hmm. you need to go back and look at stuff to see like how far you've come because it's very easy to sit there and go i'm not where i'm at yet i'm not happy right and forget and forget like where you were when you started like you do you look like a different human being man yeah i mean well, and i think the hair helps too <laughs> and the whole thing too was like at the workout today was like i bumped up the weight for for my bicep curls i bumped up the weight for my chest you know so i'm like feeling really good that's why i took the picture afterwards you know and then and then i get home and that popped up on my feed and i'm like oh my god okay i am doing something here so so yeah it was a good day in that sense you know Hmm. horrible day in other ways (laughs) you didn't even have to use your ak today was a good day that too old is that too new a joke for you guys that's an ice cube joke from the 90s What is this, 90s, 1890s? There's a mysterious hand locking my door. Mysterious hand locked my door. I feel like the uh, spirit of Cthulhu was coming in for a moment. They locked locked you in. Thing jokes I get. Oh, John, I I, I suggest... The thing present the Fantastic Four or Thing 1 and Thing 2 from The Cat in the Hat? No, I'm talking Adam's family, yes. Oh, oh, because it was a hand that just came in the door. That's right. Speaking of which, I successfully turned John into a victim. In a book? Yes. Yes. You are the, you own a turkey factory 
in in Wisconsin, and you were executed brutally. Well, if I owned a turkey factory, I'd want to be executed. Brutally. No, you were quite well. You were quite wealthy. Quite wealthy. That's why you became a target. Oh my god. Okay. I love it. He is, is this a turkey. Gonna be, the, is this going to be like the Wilhelm thing in like Cinema Sins, where every time he hears, hears the Wilhelm scream in another movie, it's like, and there go the Western Wilhelms, and you know, there, go, there go the Wilhelms of the Star Wars universe. I do want to keep this up and have this tape here every now and then, just to see if many our catches that picks up on it. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I just want to keep throwing it out there to see if, and not just well, not address it, just put it out there and see if anybody ever like really picks it up. They'll start to think, wait a minute, is there a is there an immortal guy named John O'Grady in this book somewhere? <laughs> it's like, is this well, might be able to work in the that background? I might now, be able to use that in something eventually. See, like, I think I think eventually it will be revealed that John was some kind of immortal and will be the villain in, in a book. Oh, he could be a Highlander. Oh hey, it's not Let me write that down. <laughs> or some evil spirit that keeps inhabiting people's bodies. <laughs> oh also I forgot to say I wanted to also mention that, you know, so like I was looking at the two pictures and I posted them side by side on Facebook, you know, one of those things. And I, it was one of those things where I just said what I just said now, you know, like, oh my God, I can't believe the progress. I don't want to be ever be that guy again. And I just want to say to all my friends and family who listen to the show, which is probably three. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe it'll go up to four this week. Thank you for everyone who like, liked the post and commented on it. Like that's the whole thing too. Right. Cause like you do this, and you're not getting feedback from people. And I didn't do it to, I didn't put the post up there. So like people would say, oh, wow, look at you. You're great. I was just like saying, oh my God, I, I'm just seeing this. But so I'm just wanted to say, I appreciate everyone that, that liked and commented on it. So it was madness. It was pure, pure madness. You know what else is madness, guys? Oh, geez, that was clumsy, but okay. <laughs> but we'll go with it. A social media madness. So I'm going to start with, our one of we don't ever like I, this is what i was going to say we're on youtube guys you can watch us if you're listening to this you can actually get a video version on youtube and the latest episode is up on youtube and we actually got a comment on it and the comment is from chappy and it says hey guys thanks for the shout out neanderthal chappy on the twitters regarding jj abrams i actually liked force awakens but he destroyed luke's legacy to prop up ray at odds with ot story arc with his OT uh, uh, story arc. OG? O- yeah. It says OT, but he probably meant OG. And made Han... Original a- trilogy. Oh, Original oh. trilogy. Oh, thank you. You know, us old people don't get these abbreviations. And made Han a deadbeat dad. Yep. He failed to deliver a Luke, Leia, and Han reunion, which is what everyone wanted. He could have respected the original characters while passing the torch to Ray, Poe, and Finn. So, yes and no. I think part of the problem is, unfortunately, Carrie Fisher passed away, so they never got the reunion in that sense. And I, my understanding, you know, Harrison Ford wanted to die. Yeah, didn't want to do it. He wasn't didn't want to do it, right? Yeah, but he didn't have to like die like that. That's what he wanted. He wasn't going to do the movie. No, it's the better way to die. That's great. That's the best part of Force Awakens. <clears throat> yeah, it is the death of Han Solo. Like it means it meant something to the story. It's one of the it's it's like the emotional crux of the film. Oh, we didn't get the rich. They never get to be people are so stupid. They think they want people happy in these stories. No, you don't. That's boring. It's 
boring. People together, happy and sitting around. We got our we got our Ewok fire where they were cooking stormtroopers and eating them. That's what they were doing, by the way. They were eating them. Oh like, yeah, absolutely. We got like they absolutely were eating them, but we we ignore that because they're cute. But they were absolutely eating those stormtroopers. But we ignore like we ignore that. And like you want drama, you think you want happiness. Anytime people are happy in movies, television, whatever, people stop watching. This is true. It's Moonstruck, old, example it, one. It, it's that old thing. As soon as they tie the knot, it's over, right? Moonstruck, baby. Bones Moonstruck. No, no, sorry. Uh, not Moonstruck. Civil uh, Civil uh, Shepherd and Bruce Willis. Yeah, right, yeah, moon, moon moonlighting. Moonlighting. Thank you. I knew it, it was a moon. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. it doesn't. It doesn't work, man. We didn't want like that. That doesn't make it better. And there's like again, I, I, I'm disappointed with what we heard. That they were just slapped dashing these movies together, but the death of Han Solo and the fact that Luke is bothered by the sins of his past are literally the best things of the movie of any of those three movies. So yeah. disagree. Unfortunately, Carrie Fisher dies, but what are you going to do? It, it just made them all look incompetent though. These are the people that mm. destroyed like, you know, two death stars They they should, they should not have been that incompetent. No, they absolutely should be in that incompetent because when you get old, you lose your touch. Haven't we seen that? That when you're, you're not as sharp and it shouldn't be on them. It shouldn't be on 65 year olds to save the universe. The sins no. of the father, the sins of the father need to fall upon the next generation because it continuously happens, right? Is like Luke, I love Mark Hamill's like discussion of it where Luke's hubris is what brings down is what brings his downfall. Yeah, like, that's good storytelling. I, I I kind of feel the missed opportunity was, in my opinion, the prequels. Like you sh- they shouldn't have made the prequels. No one cared. Difference that's yes, that's a different argument, but you're not wrong. No one cared about that. They should have continued the movies at that point and showed Luke as an adult trying to train Jedis and and having a downfall, you know, have a storyline that way, as opposed to like, now he's an old man and we're getting a flashback and, you know, trying to make it fit in with these new characters. And I don't know. It's a little, it's a little, again, the big problem is they didn't have uh, an overarching plan and they didn't quite know what they wanted to do with Ben Solo. Right. Right. So there's really, it doesn't really work because there's never really an idea. And they just, they just throw Palpatine at you. Like, oh, Palpatine's back. And it's like, like in the, in the opening scroll, he's back. Like, again, yeah. these movies are flawed. Don't get me wrong. And it, no, it, well, they, they introduced him coming back in, what is it? The, the, the video game. That's a terrible way Pub to talk to a movie. Yeah, it was Pub PUBG, I think it was. I'll take your word for it if that's what they introduced the idea of bringing him back. Like, I don't hate the idea of Palpatine being the the force behind important pun behind um, Lord Snoke, Emperor Snoke. I forget what they call him. Yeah, Snoke. But I mean, like, I don't hate that idea. I hate the execution because it comes out of nowhere, right? right. The biggest problem is Kathleen Kennedy just let these three made three movies that had really, when you look back on it, not much narrative tissue. Right, like it should have been more the story of the next generation, and it wasn't. Because what the hell does Poe do? What the hell does Finn do? Right, it becomes this weird, awkward love story with, with Ray and Ben that doesn't go anywhere. Like, mm. there's a lot of missed opportunities, but I think we focus on the stuff that doesn't really matter because it really wasn't. It's was not supposed to be Luke Leia and Han's story anymore. They're supposed to be background characters as much right. as, as much as Obi Wan Kenobi is a background character in the original trilogy the ot if you will <laughs> yes the ot now we know all right well let's not beat a dead horse <laughs> let's let's beat a, let's beat a, a very well-built man with a cgi removed mustache so <laughs> of course we talked about the highlander reboot possibly starring our favorite superman henry cavill and <laughs> i do love henry cavill. gary bloom 
retweeted us saying, how can you have another Highlander? Does the phrase there can be only one mean nothing? No, yes. not when you've seen those. Yeah, not when you've seen those movies. But but they like and, money. And they, then someone replied, <laughs> Andrew Schweitzer replied to him and said, of course it means nothing. How else do you explain the sequels? There you go, my man. See, this dude knows what he's talking about. Thank you, Andrew. I hope you listen to the show. And and then he said, it's just one more story, too long, and they have, and they had to cut it up into a few, into a few pieces. No, homie's all over the place with this tweet. No, man. no, Gary. Mm. If you watch it, the, there was never a plan for a sequel. Yep. It was always it was supposed to be a standalone movie, but yep. it made money, which is the curse of Hollywood, especially um, in the '80s when you didn't plan for these things. And and to sit there and say that there could be only one, but this is a reboot, so it doesn't yeah. matter. It's a whole new take on the story. And the cash grab cinema said, as long as they add a CGI mustache, I'm in. Wah, 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 wah. Wah. So. <laughs> I'm, I can't wait for this Highlander reboot. I really can't. Because when Mario Van Peebles came into the last one, it was all downhill. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That that was just. Ugh. Of course, we talked about the rumor. I'm going to keep saying this is a rumor, but it was fun to talk about. Uh, that they're going to make a Fast and Furious Jurassic Park crossover most ridiculous rumor we've ever encountered and i adore it but of course of course you know they're going to take them into space so i mean it's the next logical step right uh conflicted agent of reason said but question mark question mark question mark no that is one hell of a twitter handle <laughs> the re the reactive podcast recast the podcast sorry said i won't say i wouldn't watch it but it better have a good trailer. You damn well better. It, like unless there's Vin Diesel like talking about family when he's running away from a Velociraptor. What are we doing? The dinosaurs, <laughs> the like family. <laughs> I mean, you just wrote the script. You have the man a million dollars. <laughs> that is about the extent. And then the tweet that JD said wins. Oh, I like this one. Says wins social media madness, and we don't have to ever do it again. I was hoping, but no, this is a good tweet, actually. Uh, this is Tom this is... D said Jurassic Car Park. Dinos steal parked sports cars. The cars are fast and the dinos are furious. This is a hell of a tweet, man. Nice. <laughs> with the King Koop, with the Mario Kart yeah, King Koopa, Koopa. Yes. Uh, GIF at the bottom. Like, that's just, that's the chef's kiss. <laughs> that is why we have social media, sir. Exactly. Exactly. It's well, why we do this every week. It's not just to torture YouTube. I thought. I don't think I believe you anymore, but it was, <laughs> it was well worth it to get one good tweet every now and then. Except for Tim's tweets. Tim's tweets are always funny. Yes. Of course, we talked about Emma Stone denying, flat out denying that she is in the new Spider-Man movie. And uh, Random Randy Savage said, she's coming back in a white skin tight Spider-Woman outfit. So, of course, he's alluding to Spider-Gwen. Okay. Um, yeah, actually, that's why I kind of brought this one up. Like, do we want Spider-Gwen? You, you you are like biased Spider against Gwen, yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you hate Spider Gwen more than a person should hate a fictional character. Yeah. Like it's a little irrational at times. But uh, I don't know. Emma, Emma Stone's good actress. Like Spider, they're gonna sell some T-shirts with her on it. She's gonna do a good job if they go that way. Yeah, sure. Why not? Spider Gwen. She could probably do it. Yeah. I'm a. Sh I'm, I'm she's getting a little old to be Spider Gwen too. So it's time to either pull the trigger on Spider Gwen or no Spider Gwen because she's like. Mm -hmm. 30 right it's you know yeah she's not a teenager anymore but you guys disappoint me that's, that's what we're know. here for she still yeah. tries to to play a teenager well she doesn't she doesn't play a teen 
She hasn't made like a high school movie in like a decade. How long has this Amazing Spider-Man movie been? It's been like a decade. Oh yeah, dude, we're old. They were. In, she was in college in the second one when she died. You know, that is true. you know how the older you get, the faster time seems to go. Yes, yes. <laughs> Don't spooky. It's terrible. Mm. And then finally, of course, we talked about one of our other favorite rumors that uh, Disney is looking to buy DC out from Warner and uh, Timothy and that, Jones. There we go. He said, uh-huh. if they do, maybe Disney will have a DC park for people to spend even more money. Personally, I think the idea of Disney buying DC is just goofy. <laughs> Sour grapes. Sour grapes available uh-huh. in finer newspapers across the country. It's like vaudeville. Play them off, Johnny. Yeah. You always know you're going to get that last that last word that's going to kill it you know at least he delivers every oh, time yeah. like oh, it's absolutely. always like never like one time he's gonna tweet like a normal tweet at us and i'm gonna be reading this thing over and over again <laughs> like it's the, like it's the lyrics of a beatles song and i'm trying to figure <laughs> out if paul mccartney's dead i'm like there's a joke in here somewhere i just can't figure it out the gorilla brain podcast said dc would become marvel's whipping boy in crossovers in comics and movies marvel is a multi-billion dollar earner whilst dc well we all know that tragic tale Right, it's but if Marvel money. got it, if 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 Disney got it, they'd be another Marvel. Like they they could they could really, you know, put somebody in charge of that and 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 put DC on the map. So that wasn't the comment though, right? The idea was that DC would that DC would I'm sorry Warner would license the publishing. You know what? Well, not we, that they would buy the characters out from underneath them. That got twisted, not by us, but just on Twitter. Like there was never talk. Like Warner, like for the I've said this a thousand times. I'll keep saying it. Warner's not selling Batman. It's not right. happening, right? Like would would would, would well, the rise of wrestling? Yeah, for sure. The rise of wrestling. When one company buys another, the lesser company always takes the beating, right? So I get where they're coming from that, but that's not the case here. I have to. I have to have to issue an apology here. I just realized that we we talked about this last week. The only reason we, I grabbed it because the, the the tweet from Tim was new, but the Gorilla Brain podcast tweet we talked about and the Blind Rat were no, no, they are not. I hope I had better. I hope my material was not the exact same that I did last week. I'm gonna have to listen to last week's show. Oh yeah, to be sure, because I don't recall what I said. All right, well that is it for social media madness. However, I remembered this week, guys. Thank you. Nerd Madness is back. After a slight hiatus. After a slight hiatus, yes. So first off, we got comics. This is the second quarterfinal matchup, which is the last one before the final, I think. Anyway, I think there's one more matchup for each one, and then they go head-to-heads. It was Daredevil versus Sea of Sorrow. Sorry, Rich. I tried. Rich, Rich, Hmm? we're sorry. Come back on the show so we can talk about your defeat. I, I, I apologize. So yes, Daredevil takes it seventy one point four percent to twenty eight point six percent. Rich, um, Rich has a story coming out in the new Superman anthology, the Superman yes, uh, Red yeah, and Blue. Yes, yeah, so he's a Rich. We know you're okay. You're working for DC, so I got to I got to read it ahead of time, and it's I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say that or not, but I got to maybe I got to read it ahead of time. It's really good, man. It's really good. He gets Superman. So we had some comments on this tweet. The Gorilla Brain podcast said, hey, Dave remembered. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> Thanks, Ray. Oh, my God. This is another language. The name of the, the Twitter handle. Just dude says, 
There's both are great books, but how do you put up an ongoing 30 plus story to a limited run? Anyway, CSRs, baby. The answer is like we did. We just put one against the other. Which did you prefer? And we're not going, I mean, like the idea was to do it for this year. That's right. how. Right. We were, Mr. It was It was a specific run on Daredevil. We were Mr. I didn't listen to the show three months ago when we were doing this. Yes. But there are probably some, it's probably a fan or a friend, friend of mm. Rich's. Because he's Possibly. tagged in the tweet, so because um, he's tagged in their tweet, yes, Rich's, yeah, yes. Rich said, "This hardly seems fair." LOL. To which Don replied, "I wouldn't worry about it. All this is determining is which one gets closer to being fed the fed the Mandalorian and fed to the Mandalorian in the finals." That's, that's accurate. <laughs> it's all in good fun. I love Chips uh, Daredevil. Yeah, Chips Harkeski's Daredevil run. That's what we're comparing it to all right anime john i am we, not yeah go on we had demon slayer versus jitsu jujitsu kaisen right jujutsu kaisen yeah I, I tried it was a close one john and of course the anime don't get as many votes i'm sorry that's okay uh yeah. you know apparently we don't um, have a big anime crossover with our fan base but no nah. no nope. which demon- is which is interesting you know because they they are superheroes in those things no you're not wrong Demon Slayer wins fifty-two to forty-eight mm-hmm. percent. Um, not, not surprised. You know, Jujutsu Kaisen is an up-and-comer. Like it's it's new, it's it's new, and a lot of people really like it. But Demon Slayer just has this this thing going with the, yeah. the and between like the unlimited budget animation that they were able to do in the season one and the 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 movie that just came out that is still still creeping up to almost take number one the number one anime movie of all time and and the storyline which is like just killing it so catalan twitter trolls said i go for jujitsu because they have better comedy writing yes character construction and dialogues specifically Uh, about the technical part kny is a better use of color palette more fleshy and impactful versus jk just best ost what does that mean john jk best i think that's the animation type uh, i mean and jk best is is an animation studio i think i'd have to look content jujitsu jujitsu kaisen oh best ost oh okay no jujitsu kaisen i don't i don't i don't know what i don't know what they mean by i don't know what what are they what does that mean right jujitsu's jujitsu's combat's better rhythm choreography so can I be honest? For a guy who calls himself a Twitter troll, that is one of the least trollish tweets that's ever been tweeted. Say, at us. It's actually a very like well thought out and yeah. thought out. Like he, he presented an argument and like defended his points. And oh. it's like, all right, mute the music in the show. You oh, think okay. I, I know? The OST this, but... is the music on the show. I see. They they're saying Jujutsu Kaisen has the best OST, but that is I I I mean, have you so, seen episode nineteen of of? of demon slayer no. in season one christ there is no there's no comparison so 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 one person gives us a well thought out original soundtrack god i'm a nerd how did i not know that uh us mm. a well thought out argument puts down his reasoning why jujitsu wins and ray from the gorilla brain podcast said demon slayer all day <laughs> yeah uh, Catalina uh, is right though in one thing. Jujutsu's combat, the the combat wizard series, whatever the, the the combat show part of the show is much better done. The choreography is is way way better, and 
they usually use uh, Sakugo when they do that, which is uh, when when they flip to the good animation. So, okay. you know, that, that's when you see like, it looks like regular, regular animation and suddenly it looks like they're doing like 30 frames per second and, and you know, and and like, really going in with the color and everything so so yeah Jujutsu Kaisen has has better choreography in in the in the battles okay there you go so so moving on to tv here's another one that that shocks me personally oh we had of course Picard versus Stargirl and Picard wins at 57.1 percent whoop that little girl's ass I I I kind of think that she would whip his ass but you know I know that's just what the the voting John, I'm only reading results. So that makes I mean, it your fault. It, I mean. it, it shocks me because like you have to have Paramount Plus to watch Picard, where Stargirl was on regular TV. And I I know a lot of people who did not like Picard that, that were Star Trek fans. So yeah, it just shocked me. I don't know. I, I guess none of you none of you have seen Picard. So no, I don't know it's Paramount Plus. Yeah. Well, when the Frasier reboot comes, I'll have Paramount Plus for a little Paramount Plus for a little while. I, I just reboot. I already I'm already on like eight or nine streaming services. I'm already paying way more than I should. Like- Geek to Me Radio said, as much as I love the characters that Star Trek: The Next Generation gave us, Picard doesn't, in my honest opinion, honor the legacy of those characters, of those same characters. On the other hand, Stargirl brilliantly showcases the new JSA while. Paying pitch perfect homage to your original characters. Exactly. That. Thank you, guys. It's exactly how I feel about this. This. That's why I'm shocked. Picard won. Jujutsu Kaisen still has the better battle scenes. <laughs> Tangent Bound Network replied with, "Is that season two or the season one that you are catching up to on? Uh, season one. Okay, so they're just talking about the music and a great season. Good story development and lovely." Loving the casting. Okay. So, yeah, anyway, it was season one of both those shows anyway, because that's what came out last year. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it, but, you know, it is what it is. We, we don't control these things, people. We just put it out there, and you vote. So, finally, we had the last movie matchup. Another one that shocks me a little bit, but I kind of put it out a little late, so I didn't get as many votes. So I apologize oh. for that. We had Onward. We had two Pixar movies going head-to-head here, guys. Onward versus Soul. Shocked by this one. Shocked. Oh, you got you already looked at the results? I did. Did you, John? Yeah. Oh, shoot. No, no, I, I just looked it up as you were saying it. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, you have a guess? Yeah, Soul takes it at a whopping 68.2% to 31.6%. Shocked. I wonder if it's because of the soundtrack, though. Like John good. John Batiste, who does he's he's the band leader for Stephen Colbert you know, the late show, he's the one who did soul and he got, I think it won an award for it. Actually, It was good. The sound, the soul did have a much better soundtrack, but I thought onward was the better film, better story. I think so too. Yeah. The uh, recast the podcast again, the comments echoing feelings of, of me. I chose onward because as much as I like soul, I think it's a little bit more of a downer. Exactly. Like, well, the guy died. I mean, yeah, I mean, spoilers, not spoilers, not permanently spoilers, you know, because that's how death works in Pixar cartoons. Right. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, he died. I, 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 I know. I was just shocked. I, I, onwards are more, I guess onwards more of a guy, a boy movie, a nerd boy movie. 
and sold maybe more of a wider appeal. Eh, yeah. Maybe. I like downwards so much. So I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I too. that, my friends, leaves us with the final matchups for all of the categories coming up this week. So what does that mean? Who is Soul taking on? Soul will be taking on One Night in Miami, guys. Like It's better than One Night in Bangkok. I was thinking the same thing. I, was <laughs> I know gonna, you had I was to trying be. to figure out how to make a hard man <laughs> humble and make that joke work, and I couldn't, <laughs> I just couldn't shocked, stick the landing. I'm just shocked. Neither one is a nerd movie for superheroes peak nothing came, like nothing came out last yeah, year like everything was kind of held back i was thinking of the song but what not for, for tv man. we have oh, like dcma strike damn it <laughs> for tv we have picard going up against the mandalorian a scythe star trek Such against star man. wars oh geez like a scythe and then we're gonna have to hype it up that way, guys. We're gonna we're gonna get like three three thousand votes for that, bro. For comics, we have Daredevil going up against Immortal Hulk. I bet Immortal Hulk takes it because I'm that book is, seems very popular, and I feel like I've missed out on something by not reading it because the the praise for it has been near universal. And then finally, on anime, we have Attack on Titan. Of course, going up against Demon Slayer. That's going to be interesting to see. Attack on Titan has a huge following. Huge. Right. Huge. Huge. You're Some might it. say Titanic. Oh. oh. You didn't get my reference. Okay. No, I didn't. I'm trying to think of another. It's Bigly. Oh. No. Huge. No. No, we like don't Bigly. refer we don't refer mm. to that personage. Mm. But Fucking yeah, no, that, that both both the both the followings are going to are, you know, like yeah, that's going to be an interesting fight. I think so. So, if you're excited for these matchups, and you're watching us on YouTube, or you're listening to this on your favorite podcasts, and you're wondering, how can I vote at these finals to figure out who's the best nerd thing of 2020? Send well, us 20 bucks to care. <laughs> here's our good friend, D-Squared, to tell you more about how you can follow us on social media and be part of Social Media Madness. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of Social Media Madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. I don't know, John. Do you think anyone's going to send us 20 bucks? No. No. I mean, none of us has a face you can trust. I mean, I'm very trustworthy. No, J- JD, JD is the only trustworthy one here, yeah. JD's mustache and beard are particularly trustworthy. You can't twirl it. It's untwirlable. See? Yeah, so is mine. Well, 
on that note, boys and girls, we'll take our fr- oh, duh, thanks, Don. For hey, that. Don, thanks. And uh, don't forget to check out the Omega Level Nerds podcast, available on YouTube and wherever podcasts are available. Who, Don? I almost forgot to plug it. On that note, we'll take our first commercial break, and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. You dying? All man. right. Sounds like you're dying. Might be our only commercial break because I only have news, and we don't have a main topic this week. But we got some news to talk about. The first one, of course, we're all excited that they are making a Spider Into the Spider Verse uh, sequel. Oh hell yeah! Some are more excited than other, and we got our Jessica Drew, aka Spider Woman, cast, and it's Isa Ray. So good, yeah, fan. About time they do some Spider Woman stuff. Yeah. I don't know how they managed not to use her all these years. That, that's that is actually something that I've I've pondered too, right? Like, isn't it because her power set is a little bit different than the, yeah, rest of the Spider? Yeah, she's not quite related to Peter. You know, they no. really try to do something different with her, and they never quite had, <clears throat> they never quite stuck the landing with the Jessica Drew Spider Woman until Bendis came along. So she had you know, an animation, an animated series, though, right? She did, but that was more they were, but that's also like right around the time they debuted her. So it was more like they were really pushing her. Oh, okay. and I, right. So was, <clears throat> excuse me. I honestly mm-hmm. think part of the problem is that her origin is tied in with uh, Shield and you know those kinds of things. And I'm wondering if like because of that, they didn't, they couldn't do a true origin story to the comics. So and so because Sony is Spider Man and. The Avengers or Marvel. I don't know. Could be. It's just... Could be. And her, her origin's kind of confusing, too, because originally she was a spider that was mutated into a person. And they had to go back and fix that. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of, yeah. with the Jessica Drew character. But, you know, they've righted the ship recently. So, you know, cool. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it's, it's also in a Spider-Verse movie, you don't really need to probably worry about the origin as much. Like the other characters kind of just popped up. So well, her and 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 Spider Ham should get along really well then, because he was a what is he was a spider who was bitten by a radioactive pig, right? So he was bitten by a radioactive hot dog. I thought yes, hot yes. dog. Yes. Oh Jesus! Yeah, he's cannibal. <laughs> Unless so, hot dogs in his universe are made of people. <sighs> soylent, soylent much green. like soylent green. Damn it! Green. We're on the same path today, and you keep beating me to it. <laughs> That's because John. That's because John uh, runs every day. So you know, I don't run anymore. I can't. Oh, that's right. You're old. Um, (laughs) No, my leg doesn't work anymore. So, so we're getting obviously we're getting Jessica Drew Spider Woman. Try to walk. Does it go like all the way back? (laughs) And from my understanding, there's there was a hint. Right? No, there was there was a hint of Spider Man 2099. Right? Wasn't he? There was. He was in uh, Miguel O'Hara shows up in the post credit sequence. That's right. The post credit scene. Uh, So. So we're getting 2099 Spider-Woman, Jessica Drew Spider-Woman. Any other spider characters that you guys would want to see? Kane. Kane's awesome. But Kane how do you, is How do you do Kane without doing the clone saga? You don't I don't know. I just threw it out there. Well, you just do he's a dude. I mean like have the Spider-Verse but also have the clones. Yeah. You could do it. Dan Slott managed to fit every. He's throwing them all in. in then stuff, if you're gonna you know? if you're gonna do that, then you got to get uh, Ben Riley, Scarlet See, Spider. I think the problem is is that I think Kane is a far superior character, and I'll argue this to the death. Kane is a far superior character to Ben Riley. I know, but I like Ben's costume. Ben does have a good costume. I can't argue that. 
And for a movie, it's a good visual. Yeah, thing no, I'm have. with you. I'm. Uh, I agree a hundred percent with that. Ben has a great costume. The, especially if you go with the old school Kane, where he had the twisted face. Yeah, like he's like the dark. I just love the Kane character trajectory. Hmm. Like, they're so cool. I like. I love Kane. Kane Parker as they eventually took to calling him, but he's he's a yes. good character. John, to to John, we're going. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, I Marvel, am Marvel just talk. listening, so I learn. Um, who other good other good spider characters? Are there that because there's tons they they've definitely I mean there's so Julia Carpenter Madam Webb who I'm oh, surprised well, we have yeah, why, why haven't we, well she, that's a great you question think, you think she's gonna appear in the second one because they teased the whole Spider Verse thing yeah. or, you know so I'm shocked and I'm really I'm shocked they didn't use Madam Webb oh more not Morbius more Morlin who's that Spider Eater the character created by JMS I like that character who that <laughs> he goes across uh, space and time and dimensions killing the spider avatars i mean i guess if you make him the villain that's what i would do yeah i'd make that's what i would do i'd make not definitely not a character like you would make him the antagonist of the yeah but then then you're going to kill off a couple of these characters yeah i mean you got a lot of them we can kill some people off wait you bring in the clones and kill them off that way you got spider-man noir right there like you know Ooh, don't kill him you don't 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 take out nicholas cage you nicholas cage would love that he's cannon fodder probably Um, yes he's absolutely cannon fodder so so okay okay but wait the asian here's, spider girl character here's, here's the problem with, here's the problem with Moreland. go on then the, then there's a possibility of getting the other story no no they're never going to do the other they're they marvel has collectively admitted that the other was a giant mistake both times they did it so i mean like there's no the other they pretend the other never happened which is the way to handle the other wait they said it was a mistake and then they did it oh, again yeah. No, they no, didn't. No, no, no. They didn't like three months time. Like Peter, for some reason, I don't know how this slipped past Marvel editorial. Paul Jenkins has like the queen of spiders basically kill Spider-Man. And he like wraps up in a cocoon and he's reborn. <clears throat> and then they did the exact same story with JMS and uh, the other, which was Moreland. And then he's wrapped, wakes up from a cocoon. And rebo- I mean, it's literally the same exact thing, like six months apart from each other. And you it's know how, nuts. and you know how spiders wrap themselves up in cocoons and come back. Oh wait, that's caterpillars and butterflies. It yeah. is, but you know, and, and then they got the organ. They had the organic web shooters because Sam Raimi had those. That was the whole thing. It was to yeah. bring organic web shooters into the comics, but then they gave them stingers. What the hell was that all about? Out of his ass? No, no. It came out that of his wrist. Funny. Just like the webs <laughs> came out of his wrist, it still doesn't make sense if you really think about where webs are supposed to come from. Yeah. I mean, uh, like it made. I mean, like they were trying, but that's not a very like the end of the, the end of the J. Michael Straczynski era of Spider-Man is really bad. Like it starts off pretty good. Like there's some really good stuff. The first Moreland story is really good. The Ezekiel stuff is good. Like there's a great Peter and Mary Jane get back together story. Mm-hmm. And then it starts to really lose steam. Is and then because it gets of Straczynski, or are you talking after Straczynski? No, it's pretty much the end of Straczynski's run. And I think a lot of it, too, is editorial. Yeah. And, like, it seemed like JMS was really more interested in doing his own thing rather than, like, fitting into the greater Marvel universe. Because that's when Peter joins the Avengers and he moves into Avengers Tower. And it just, and they give him, the, like, now we look back on the Iron Spider suit and it's like, that's awesome. But at the time in the comics, it really didn't it really didn't work. No. That's why they did the new, the brand new day thing is they're really trying to get Peter back to basics because he really gotten too far from what Peter Parker that, was supposed and, to be. Yeah, and that's the whole thing too. It was like at the time, it was like, yeah, I didn't like the costume because it was like the, he's becoming too dependent on 
Tony, right? Mm-hmm. Like he, they did this whole thing where he's, uh, you know, gets married, gets his own life, becomes a teach a science teacher and, and all this stuff. And now all of a sudden he's dependent on Tony. And it was like, oh. yeah, like, which in contrast, it works in the MCU because he's a young hero starting out and needs help. They took elements from the comics, but they handled it much better. Yes. Like, I think part of it, too, is like being with the comics basically being IP farms is you can see kind of what works and what doesn't. Right. So a lot of time, the attitude in that the late 2000s was, you know, throw the baby with the bathwater because everyone's like, all this is bad. But the Iron Spider suit could have worked, as we've seen in the movies with a different design. It does work like Mm -hmm. Peter and Tony are, are in the in the MC in the Marvel Comics universe more contemporaries like tony's like 40 peter's like 25 you know right so right it was like that's eh, still contemporaries but i mean it's like it's different whereas in the movies you know peter could be i mean tony it's could a, be peter's dad you know right. like and the, that's it's it feels like a father-son relationship it in does the movies. It, it's different. In the comics it feels like why is he doing this he's an adult yeah, yeah. it just didn't and he had an, but he's also an adult who has like at that point you know, 40 years of comics under his right. belt. So I mean like 45 years at that point. So it just it just it just didn't work, but it actually provided pretty good fodder for what they could do with the films later on. Yes. Like that's a that's an interesting era of Spider-Man to look back on because there's some interesting experiments. Oh, JMS also had Gwen Stacy get pregnant by Norman Osborne. Jesus criminy. Yeah. And then she had two twins who became rapidly aging because they had goblin blood. It is a really bad story. It is. It is. Oh, that's it's possibly it's it's like top 10 worst Spider-Man stories. ever. It's it, it's possibly possibly number two after one more day for most hated Spider-Man storyline. That sounds very really close to spot to baby hands. You know, it's it's really bad. I mean, it's there's some there's some really bad Spider-Man stories. The John Byrne origin, the Howard Mackey run in the early two in the late 90s, early 2000s. That stuff was trash. Like there's some bad Spider-Man. This whole like this is pretty bad. It's pretty, because pretty you're because the whole thing is it's like Gwen Stacy was and it's also one of the reasons I don't like Spider Gwen. Gwen Stacy was one of the characters that affected Peter's journey yes. to, to who he was. Yes. Her death affected him, their love and all that stuff. So yes. like to then def, defile, defile her. her. She's defile her. That's yeah. it. Defile her and and like make her nothing, you know. Oh, she had kids with Norman Osborne. It was like are you serious? It's like, so out of left field too. Yeah. And Mike Diodato is a, phen- a phenomenal artist, and he does a lot of photo, like um, photo references. So he has Norman Osborne's O face, and it's he uses Tommy Lee Jones as a as his photo. Oh my reference. god! So you're seeing Tommy Lee Jones with the with the Norman Osborne hair, you know, banging the shit out of Gwen Stacy, and it's just it's one of the most off putting comic book panels ever created. Uh huh. Oh. And not in a good and not in a good way. Where you're supposed to, you're supposed to be bothered by it. But it's it's you're bothered at a point of like this is freaking dumb. Which again is why when one more day happens, like it wasn't just getting rid of the marriage. It was it was getting rid of a lot of the bad crap they had done with Spider Man for thirty years. Because even the stuff leading up to JMS is bad. Like yeah. the Howard Mackey stuff is is god awful. Paul Jenkins does some good stuff, but the Howard when Howard Mackey was in control of Spider Man. You're talking like the worst era. Like that's the the worst era of Spider-Man. Like there's nothing like as tremendously bad as since past, but like there's just a lot of shit. It's just bad. It's just not good. It's so un. I can't. I can't even go back and remember it because it's so. It's unmemorable bad stuff. I love Spider-Man. You have to. You have to. You have to forget <clears throat> it to keep your sanity. You really do. Like again, I know people got on the Dan Slot stuff when he first started writing Spider-Man, but those were much better stories than the stuff that had come out for like a good decade leading out of it yeah 
So spider hero, spider hero speak. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, I could talk about Spider-Man all day. So. Me too. So let's move on to other casting news because this was about Jessica Drew being cast, not <laughs> Jay Michael ruining Spider-Man. Black Panther 2, guys. I love everything about this. Tinoch Hurita? I'm not familiar with our man. I, I, I don't I, know who I he don't, is. don't know who he is. Has been cast as Namor and will be in Wakanda forever. Now, just to point out, Namor is Namor is not just an Atlantean. He's an Atlantean human. N- no, mutant. Oh, uh, they tack that on later. Yeah, yeah, like he was added later. Yeah, that's uh, that was a sales tactic in the eighties because the X Men were selling well. But technically, he is a mutant because he's half human, half Atlantean. So you can you can actively say he is a mutant. So sure. Well, that's that's how they explain the wings on his right because that yeah, was his I mean, mutation. Yeah, the realistically, they just want him to look like Hermes, you know. But it's, what I mean, that's whatever. I doubt I doubt the ankle wings will make an appearance. Yeah, I know. I I can't see how that would work on the big screen. I don't know. I don't. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I hope the design they. I hope they do the. You know, as opposed to the speedo design, I hope they go with the some variation of the Namor black vest design because I think that looks cooler. Yeah, I don't know if you can get away with the speedo anyway. Like it's just try. (laughs) I mean, I guess if you're talking about a character who lives underwater it makes sense it, it does like the design of namor you're right it makes more sense than aquaman but it doesn't look especially for like the king of atlantis it doesn't look it doesn't look good like the the namor the black vest namor is way cooler looking and as long as he's an absolute insufferable dick i'm i'm perfectly fine with all of this i well, love this actually they, they they could do they could do a costume like the deep has in what is it the isn't that previously Aquaman's costume, though? Mm, it's like a takeoff tra- on it, but the it's... traditional Aquaman costume. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, our man was in Narcos. I haven't seen. I, people love that show. I've never seen it though. So Tinak Hurita, I'm so I'm saying his name right. He is a Mexican actor. Yes. And I'm looking at his filmography here, and so he was in Detroit, do that 2007 movie Detroit, and. I can't see like every most of this there are Mexican movies. Cool. They went outside the box. I like so, when they do that. Exactly. So it's not someone we're gonna know. Which no, I, their casting is I mean, whoever's yeah. been doing their casting has been on point for over Absolutely. ten years now. So Absolutely. They could they right. found they found Chris Hemsworth. We found like we basically Tom Hiddleston wasn't anything special but like as far as like, you know, a name before they found him for Loki. Like right. they've done a great job. Like they like Peter Quill. What was his name? The guy who played Star Lord. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Peter Quill. Yeah, the guy who played Star Lord. What's his name? Oh, God. Um, Chris Pine. Pratt. No, Chris Pratt. 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 Chris yeah. Pratt. He yeah, was like, he was a chubby <laughs> dude from a sitcom. So I mean, like they've done yeah. a great job finding the right people for this. This actually, the only thing that disappoints me, the only thing that really disappoints me about this, is that Chadwick Boseman's gone, and we're not going to get that that awesome. Namor T'Challa interaction that is yeah, such a hallmark of the comics. I, That's a I, shame. I don't know. That's why I like, and I get why they're, they're they're trying to. It feels like they're trying to do something to build the hype around. I think they're afraid people aren't going to go to this because Bozeman yeah. isn't in it. I agree. So, so they're building the hype around it, which I get. And they have to. But doesn't it make more sense to introduce Namor in a Fantastic Four movie? No, I don't think so because I think Namor is a character. I actually think because Nam- Namor. I think that the Fantastic Four movie has to be Doom. Has to be. And there's so much associated with the Fantastic Four. And I think Namor 
is a character that can stand on his own. And with the Fantastic Four, he's such a villain. Whereas with this stuff, I think he plays, he could play more of an anti-hero. Is he really a villain? And that, in those Fantastic Four stories? Absolutely. In the original stories, when you find him. Yeah. And then he has a crush on Sue. And he has a crush on Sue. But I mean, what have they done since then? Like they brought Namor back with Fantastic Four. But I mean, like, and this is in the 60s, like in the late 60s, he really spawns off and does his own thing. Yeah. I think backdooring him with Namor, which has been or the the child, excuse me, which has been a hallmark of the last 20 years of comics is a better move. And it saves the Fantastic Four for Doom. Because that's what we really want. We want the Fantastic Four and Doom. And the I real Doom, back. not yeah, the not... real Doom. <laughs> I don't want any more holding back. Like we might get one chance at a good Fantastic Four movie. There is no planning for the future. There is you have to stick this land. I want. I want. I want a trashy Eastern European accent. <laughs> I want Mads Mikkelsen playing Doctor Doom. That's what I want. Mads, Mads Mikkelsen, the guy who played Hannibal. Oh, oh he was Kaifus. Damn it. Hmm. Yeah. He would have been great for Doom. I yeah. forgot that he played Caiaphas. But yeah, I uh, want that kind of guy. I want that kind of guy. I want an Eastern European who who come with. Uh, I just want someone that feels menacing, with menacing with that bravado, and who can like really project it underneath should, a giant metal mask. I want a real. Should, I want a Doom. He should feel like Darth Vader walking on the on the screen. Well, they basically lifted Darth Vader's look from Doom. So yes, that's exactly what it should be. Right. Exactly. That's that's what I was saying that for. That's where yeah. it came from. So yeah, I, that is that is my dream. Did you drop your ball? Yeah, I dropped my ball. My you, didn't, ball. you didn't keep your eye on the ball. I only got one eye. Cut me some slack. Why do you have one eye? I'm blind in one. I'm blind in one eye. We talked about this before, haven't yeah, we? We've talked about. Yes, my daughter's blind in one eye. Mm-hmm. We talked about this. Okay. Uh, so, well, okay then. So yeah, so this will this will be good. I don't know who. I guess they'll have uh, Siri go off against him. Yeah, it doesn't excite me as much, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. Well, they could really make series character by putting her up against him. Yes, you are correct. You are correct. Like if you're if if she's going to make her if mark, she needs if they, she needs an episode uh, an episode if she needs a movie to prove herself as you know a Black Panther, then that is yeah that is then, definitely the way. Then to that do. he's the guy to to do it against. Yeah, right. Yeah, give her give her a real hero's journey. And having to go against Namor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually like that. All right. Guys, we have some comic book news. And we don't normally talk about this kind of stuff on the show. I mean, we talk about comic books, but I found this interesting. And we all know that we're all fans. We all know it's all gimmicks at this point. But they're going to kill Doctor Strange in the comics. They have an upcoming story called The Death of Doctor Strange. And it's going to explore the world post Doctor Strange and the kinds of threats that come into the world because he's no longer here. That's okay. Wong will take them. <laughs> so, obviously, let's let's put this out right away. We all know death is a permanent comic. He'll be back, right? Like, uh, who haven't they killed in comics that they didn't bring back? Especially a major character like him. I think Uncle Uncle Ben. I think Uncle Ben is the only character who's stayed dead in comics. Captain Marvel. Uh, uh, Uncle Ben, like Vibe, his whole entire like character was to be dead. <laughs> I mean, that's it. But here's what I find here's what I find interesting about the the timing of this. Like Marvel has had a reputation, whether it's true or not, to want to not screw around with the characters in the books too much when movies are coming out to promote, or to screw around with the characters when they don't want the movies to do well. Like they killed Wolverine off to 
hurt to try to hurt the Wolverine movies. Like that's that that's is a conspiracy one. theory that is unproven but probably accurate. <laughs> well, I mean, I, yeah. I have I have friends that work for Marvel, so yeah, no, I believe I believe you. <laughs> I, I completely uh, believe that. It's it's one of those like un unspoken things they all mm-hmm. know is true. That's they that's you know remember they killed. Um, the, the Fantastic Four. John, they killed Johnny Storm and broke yeah, up they, the Fantastic Four. They de-emphasized the X-Men in favor of the Inhumans. That went yep. well, guys. Great job, Ike. Um, yeah. So, but now we have a Doctor Strange movie coming out that they're making. You know, because that's the other thing. Like, they teamed up the original members of the the, the um, Guardians and did books with them to prop up the movie, get, get Star-Lord back in prominence. So now we have Doctor Strange 2 coming out and they're going to kill him in the comics like... Well, here's the thing is the difference is the Doctor Strange ongoing is very hard to keep going, right? Yes. There's never been a, a continuous run on Doctor Strange because he's a hard character. He's a character that works much better in film than he does in, in continuing comics. This is right. True. So they have to do something to get interest around Doctor Strange. Killing him is what they do because I think Marvel can be a little creatively, I'll say it, they can be a little creatively bankrupt. Like this is what they do. CB gets everyone together at the at the at the the retreat. They all go, okay, who are we gonna kill now? And it's uncre- it's it's morally ban- it's yeah, it's morally bankrupt. It's creatively vapid, and I hate it's, it. Are you telling me the company where every one of the MCU movies, the bad guy has been just somebody with the same powers as the good guy is more is is creatively that is, bankrupt? Let's, let's take this the movies because the movies do a better job than the comics lately. True, and put them over true. here. Let's put yeah. the movies over here. Because they deliver better. The comics have not done a great job building stories in a long time. I don't think Marvel Comics has been great since Joe Casada stepped down, wow. to be quite honest with you. It's been that's been a has, a while now. Okay, hold on. Has every Marvel movie been the villain is just a mirror of the hero? I know most um, of them. Most of them. Most not all of them. Like the Guardians, no, not really. The well, Thor Dark World, but it's still Thor Dark, Dark World. World. That's a so. sequel. Sequels are different. Iron Man, yes. Hulk, yes. Captain America, kinda, kinda, yeah, kinda. I mean, um, what else came out? Avengers, not really. Ant Man, yes. Uh, very much well, so. Avengers: Age of Ultron was like okay, so we have we have Ultron, and now we have to have our own. Well, you know, I don't think you can really um, count the Avengers. The team movies are different because like the it's a team against like one threat, so those those by nature are slightly different. Doctor mm-hmm. Strange, yes. Yep. Yeah, most of them. Most of them have lifted the Iron Man motif, and they've that's Captain Marvel. But like you said, they've done a much better job. Yeah, they have. They've done a much better job because they they can lie. They can lean into actors and character, which is you know it's easier to do in a two hour chunk than it is to do in a thirty issue stretch. Let alone multi multiple stretches that run back to back to back to back to back. I mean, Black Panther. Black Panther, yes, Killmonger is absolutely like it ends with him. Yeah, they all devolve into that. It's a major trope in the movies that is there but doesn't seem to bother the viewers but i mean they've gotten away from it a little bit they got away like captain america was literally the battle like winter soldier excuse me was literally the battle of who would be the next captain america so that's acceptable there wandavision was completely different although i guess you could say it's two witches no they had yeah i guess you could say i guess you could say that but that wasn't like the over arc i mean yes and no like i won't i won't fight you on it if you do say it but i think it's a little different oh i'll fight you yeah, but I mean, this is what they do. Like, oh, we got to generate interest. Let's kill somebody and then bring them back in four years. I mean, like it's, and they, here's my big problem is we did, again, I'm old. So like a decade ago, they did 
this, where you had to find the next Sorcerer Supreme. And they brought in Dr. Voodoo. They brought Brother Voodoo back, renamed him Dr. Voodoo. He became the Sorcerer Supreme. And then that was, that lasted like six issues. And then Dr. Strange was back as Sorcerer Supreme. So, I mean, like, this is just, I don't know, man. I feel, I get this, when you, when you know the tricks, it just, it gets old quick. And I just, I'm, I'm very, I'm so very good on Marvel Comics. Huh. Yeah. I have been for quite some time. I think this is stupid. It could be a really good story, but it just it doesn't it doesn't do much for me. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. I'm tired of the. We need to sell books. Let's kill somebody off. Yeah, it's it's boring, man. It's boring. Just you know, create new characters. Then create an actual new character to replace Doctor Strange. Well, that's the thing. It might actually that might actually happen. But the problem is, is when you have these characters that have been around for fifty years, is like nobody wants to see them replaced. They they try creating characters and more often than not they fall. They've had a be- they've had better luck creating characters in the last ten years than they had in probably the twenty leading up to it. Yeah, hmm. yeah, no, that's true. So, I don't know. I'm very bullish or bearish. I forget. Bearish. I forget the bearish. I'm very bearish. Thank you. Clearly, I know nothing of the stock market. Um, I'm very bearish on on the prospects of this storyline. I think it's I think it's vapid. It's yeah. stupid. And they're going to yeah. say, no, we have great ideas. And it's like, sure, I bet you do. And then Dr. Strange is going to be the source of Supreme again because that's the property. Yes. No, I agree. All right. Let's move on. Let's go across the aisle to DC because we're all excited for the Flashpoint movie, right, guys? Uh, I am now. Ab- abort. Abort. No way, man. Now I'm super excited. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, if they're bringing in Batman from, you know, so, Keaton. So, yes. So obviously we all know that Michael Keaton is in the movie. Was he playing Batman? Is he pl- just Bruce Wayne? We weren't sure. We got a glimpse, a hint of the Batman suit that Michael Keaton will wear in the Flashpoint movie. And obviously Alfred isn't around anymore because it's got blood all over it and he hasn't well, I thought cleaned it, it. I thought it was jelly. No. Oh, okay. Sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not running. Like it's like Batman. It, it coagulated. It, it coagulated quite nicely on his symbol. Unless he's lying down. Or unless he's lying down, because blood streaks and blood. Or this runs. Ju- showing the splatter. I don't know. Yeah, it looks like it so, looks like grape jelly. So yeah. So of course, it, this was shared over on uh, the Instagrams, and it looks like the original symbol from the '89. Actually, movie. it doesn't. It actually looks like the symbol in the 92 movie. Because in the 89 oh, movie, it's got the little right. box at the bottom. But the point is still driven home. It's supposed yeah. to be a continuation of just Keaton's Batman. Like yeah. the second movie with him in it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm I excited. As, as JD pointed out that you can't see, even on our YouTube, there's blood splattered on the symbol as well. So well, you, you said it's jelly. Isn't there a condiment man? Wasn't there like a rogue? Whose rogue scholar has condiment man in <laughs> it? I think it's from the it's, They Might Be Giants song. No, no, no. There is a, a condiment man. man or something. Right, you look up condiment man while we, while the grown-ups talk, John. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about comics here, man. Serious talk. But yes, so, I mean, that they're trying to say something, I think, with the blood, though. Like, yes, it's not this just will, here's the this Condiment this King. He is a bat, he's in the Batman's rogues gallery. Condiment Man. Con- condiment so King. Maybe it is ketchup or jelly. Maybe... <laughs> Maybe he's gotten so old he can only fight Condiment Man. So condiment did you guys King. did you guys actually read Flashpoint when it happened? I've seen the the movie. I haven't actually read the the book. John, did you see or read either? I didn't read the. I actually didn't read it. Although I know I I've so I mean I've I've I've, I've you know I keep up with the Rob Squad or whatever. So like now one I've, of the I've I've seen the whole thing explained. One so of the I main, know the differences. 
the one one of the main things is in Flashpoint. One of the things that changes is Bruce is the one that's killed. Yes, and so then, clearly, they're clearly not. That's too bad because that's actually the best point about Flashpoint was the uh, the Batman stuff, like the yeah. uh, Brian Azzarello and Eduardo Rizzo did Batman, and Thomas Wayne is Batman, and Martha Wayne is the Joker. Right, and it's it's really good. It's really it's the highlight of that whole thing. The actual high Flashpoint miniseries was. I didn't think it was that good, to be honest with you. Like, it's a lot of, you know, Aquaman is evil. Wonder Woman is evil. Like, everybody is evil. You know, it's, we get a lot of that. And it's, you know, again, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful life with superheroes, basically. You know, I hope Superman, they don't. Superman was captured and yeah. instead of, yeah. Yeah. And he's like skinny because they've been keeping, keeping him, him away from the sunlight. Yeah. He's with kryptonite. He's, he's all sunlight and away from kryptonite and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I don't mind them taking inspiration because it seems like they're in Flashpoint more with the multiverse than just time. Right. I hope I hope they don't get too much inspiration from Flashpoint. I think also the best part of Flashpoint is the end. Yeah, it's good when you get the letter from Bruce. Yes. From Bruce's, yeah, yeah, that's so, a great moment. Absolutely. What's not Martha Wayne? Thomas. Thomas, Thomas Wayne. Yeah. Writes a letter to send mm-hmm. to Bruce and, and Flash delivers it. And, and yeah, Batman it's... actually tears up. Yeah, it's a great moment. It relaunches the new 52, which after that, you know, it's the the cure is worse than the disease. But I mean, right. um, <laughs> I, I hope that there's it seems more like I know they're, they're calling it Flashpoint. It seems like they're taking more inspiration from the crisis. It's yes. got, it's going to be its own thing, basically. Yeah, and which it, is fine because Flashpoint's a cool name. Like it's a it's a good name, especially for a Flash centric movie. Well, especially since they're using it literally we've talked about this before they're using a flashpoint to reset everything after every like series now like Mm -hmm. apocalypse uh, was uh, justice league dark apocalypse war what they would it end with another flashpoint so like you know it basically it ended with constantine looking at barry allen and saying time to reboot stuff go for it (laughs) yes it's 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 now that's now become the trope over dc yeah let's reset well that's not becoming hard but that's that's that is part of DC's DNA since right. since 1985 or even well, before right, that. Because Armageddon the, or something, right? No, no, no. That go, let's be real. That goes back to the Flash of Two Worlds. Oh, right? yes. that goes back to 1959. I think that's when that was. Like, so this has always been a case of no, this happened. You know, that's kind of always what oh, they no, do. No, no, I agree, and it's because that was the, the the joke for a while was oh. We need to fix things. Uh, let's have a crisis. And now it's oh, we need to fix things. Let's have a flashpoint. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they did. Look, look, look back on it. So we had the let's be the flash thing. The, the the flash two worlds is the first time that the the worlds are splintered and we changed continuity. And then uh-huh. you had, of course, later on you do the crisis. And then you had zero hour. And you had Armageddon. And you had final crisis. And then infinite crisis, or infinite crisis, then final crisis, then flashpoint. I mean, like this is what rebirth. Mm-hmm. This is what they do. You know, like wait, fifty-two, and then rebirth, right? Cause... Right. It's and it's hard. I mean, I don't. I think I went out of order, but I mean, like this is just. <laughs> just it's hard to keep track of them because this is like they get frustrated with continuity, and rather than just saying, "Ah, fuck it," they like try to justify everything. Like at least Marvel goes. Like we talked about Gwen Stacy. They went, "What Gwen Stacy story? That <laughs> yeah. never happened." You know. Slight of hand. Ah, we didn't do that. You're crazy. You know, um, DC like admits that they make bad stories and tries to fix them. And I don't know which way is better. I really don't. One of my favorite moments in the show, The Big Bang Theory, Stuart from the comic book shop and Sheldon. Sheldon 
they start having a conversation about DC and how like Sheldon's like, I've been on online fighting with these guys in the DC chat room about who the successor for, if, if Bruce Wayne's death proves permanent, who his successor should be, you mm-hmm. know, and he says it should be Dick Grayson. And of course, Stewart's like, no, it shouldn't be Dick Grayson. It should be because he became a hero in his own right. Nightwing, it should be Jason Todd, blah, blah. So, and then it's like hours later, and they're still complaining about continuity with DC. And it's just like, and he's like, yeah, I think you're stuck in a pre-52 uh, error. And he's like, of course I am. <laughs> so it's just like, yes, that's exactly how it is. <laughs> that was actually very in continuity at the time. Because that was when, that is when Bruce Wayne was dead and they were doing the battle for the cowl. And yeah. Dick Grayson became Batman for a year. Fun year of comics, actually. Yes, yes, it was. Wasn't there a Zazriel or whatever too? That was in 1994. That was that was he got his back broken. Yeah, when he got his back broken. Yeah, which they recreated in The Dark Knight Rises, a movie that should have been a lot better than it was. Yeah. Well, because they tried to throw too much into that. They really did. They really did. And they had the teleporting Batman. So there is this like they also did. It's it's this weird thing where. If you have Bane in a movie, he's got to break Batman's back. No, I'd be fine if the, I would. I would be. I. Th- I don't hate that idea. I don't mind Batman break, getting the back broken because I think you could do a nice redemption story with Batman. I really. I think that's fine. Once you get Another rid of the fact is, that he's a, that he's still technically human and had his back broken, and like. Well, I mean, even in the comics, they like it's still a recovery. Like, I mean, like it took a year. I mean. It's fine to me if you do that, if you do the long, arduous recovery story. Like, I watch Rocky movies. Like, it's the same thing. True, right? true. Like, that's that's fine to me. Because, again, I can, I'm can i watching a superhero film. I can suspend my disbelief. Right. Like, Batman in itself is a giant suspension of disbelief. Yeah, true. Like, uh, that yeah. that doesn't bother me. That he'd make um, it more than a month without, like, tearing that, every muscle he's got. Well, that and a billionaire is going to actually do something, like... That worry about something other than making money. Like, I mean, the whole thing is ridiculous, but that's fiction. So, I mean, like, I can accept all of this. But the movie itself just, like, it sets up a lot of stuff that really doesn't, like, make it stick. Like, though, they kind of combine the, the Nightfall arc with the No Man's Land arc. And it really, yeah, it doesn't quite commit one way or the other to it. And, like, the Talia Al Ghul was, like, when they cast her, everyone, oh, she's going to be Talia, right? And they're like, no, she's not going to be Talia. This was the original con. You know, no, of course not. Yeah, she's Talia. You guys figured it out. The How did you know? Con. The end. The end. I did not care. For. That's like Cumberbatch. He's he's the original Khan is in oh, Cumberbatch. Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, I like, thought you meant Khan. No, Khan. It, it works on both you. levels. It works on both levels. Yeah, the Khan. The Khan. The Khan. Khan. The Khan. Khan. Yes. Episode title. Noise. All right. Yeah. This. I don't know. Bat, the, so, the, the, the third Batman movie is not as good as Dark Knight. Yes, that. but we are we are still excited to see Flashpoint. Michael Keaton with bloodstains yeah, on his bat. I am. I want to see Michael Keaton give it one more round as Batman. All right. So this last bit, and by the time this people hear this, it's going to be half over. But like speaking of cons, I had no idea this was going on until this came across my um, desk. And I don't know if you guys. That's what I'm curious. Have you guys no heard idea. This? So Netflix has is doing a Geeked Week. It's a virtual convention on Netflix, and there's going to be panels and everything and and whatnot. And of course, you know, it includes Sandman, The Umbrella Academy, The Witcher, Lucifer, Castlevania, Resident Evil, Cowboy Bebop, Sweet Tooth, and so much more. Witcher. Uh, wow, it's been a while since I've seen that. So they're going to be streaming all this stuff over on Netflix for 
you know, the this entire June 7th to the 11th. So what do we think, guys? Like, obviously, because of the pandemic, virtual cons kind of became a thing last year. Netflix, obviously, is trying to jump on that bandwagon. I'd say get the popcorn. That, sound, that yeah. sounds like a nice weekend. I agree. Sounds cool to me. Well, I've heard week, good things about Sweet Tooth, even though it is kind of a really dark storyline. Yeah. Yeah. The comic was really good. I only read a few issues of it, but it was, it was once I read the trade, the first trade, I was like, this is really good. I never picked up the others. So I'm curious to see the movie or the TV show. Excuse so me. this kind of this kind of makes me wonder, because we talked about this on the on the show before, right? Like what happens once pop, once pop culture and nerd culture aren't, aren't the same anymore? And, you know, cons and what's the future of cons going to be after the pandemic and everything? And can I get it back to just being about comics and comic book movies without throwing in crap we don't care about? Like some book they want to promote. Well, they're at the New York Comic Con. So <laughs> let's put a big banner up that no one cares, let's, wants to even look at. So in that sense, can you throw all that crap on Netflix <laughs> during a virtual con? And people want to check that out, they could check it out. And then that way they don't have to worry about putting in what New York Comic Con. I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm okay with this. For right now, we're still in the pandemic and they can do some yeah. cool stuff online. And like, why not? Why not? Okay. We're, we were heading this way anyway with like... But I mean, the, if this is successful and it gets people to sign up for Netflix and, and, and oh, watch yeah. it... Oh, yeah. They're going to keep doing it, you know? Well, they, Will that take away from actual cons? You, no, you've just identified a synergy that they can do with some of the streaming services to get people to sign up more. As a traditionalist, I think that real cons should be about comics and the people right. who create them, not the properties with which they spawn. Do you, do you, I mean, like, there is an excitement when you go to a con, though, where you get panels and stuff and, you know, announcements and everything. That, well, that's the thing. That, too. I, it, like, that makes it kind of fun. I mean, the idea of go, going to a panel where you can actually interact and ask questions with panelists as opposed to just watching a video online, you know, and, and hopefully, and hoping that they'll like, you know, where you've got like 50 times more people watching the video and you're hoping that they may pick the question that you typed in. But there's also something know, more exciting about like standing in front, being in a panel and standing in front of yeah. the creator that you like and actually asking him the question in front of an audience. That, yeah, but it's something different. You're talking about creators. You're not, we're not talking about creators. We're talking about people making TV shows. Oh, okay. Well, so yeah, okay. But they, they, so but at a the, panel and Chris Hemsworth is there and you get to ask Chris Hemsworth a question and at, it's at the panel in front of everyone. Whereas mm -hmm. online, you type in the question and no one sees you ask it. You there are get, far more people in the seats than there are lining up to take questions at the, to ask questions at those things though. The vast okay. majority of people at those things are happy to sit and listen. Right. So right. that's like you're playing to the you're playing to the average, right? The average person that goes to those things would rather listen right. than but, actively. I'm saying like some of these virtual cons are allowing you to ask a question. Yeah. But like you have to type it in, submit it beforehand. It's right. not the same as actually yeah. asking the questions. And, and again, like you know, in in one of the, like even the New York Comic Con, you're going to get what maybe maybe. 500 people in in one of those rooms in in one of these online video things you'll get like 50,000 people right or something like that yeah you, you, the chances Maybe. of you getting a question asked or whatever Soon and it's still it's just not the same of being able to sit there and say hey i'm in spitting distance of like you know black widow here we go you know it's like this yeah. is there, there are, you're you're you still have your restraining order so 
I, I know. I, yeah, parallel argument. Let me counter that. I don't have to stand in line with a bunch of sweaty people and get and sit next to someone that I don't know. Hey, we resemble those people. Exactly. I like, <laughs> like the sweaty people. Oh, I don't. I hate that. I hate getting in those panels. Like I like panels, but I hate standing in line and waiting and hoping you get a decent seat. And it's just like there's so many humans there. This is better. I like people. Yeah. Overrated. <laughs> Uh, Speaking as a extroverted introvert, these Comic Cons and everything, and those people you're talking about, those are some of the only times I ever feel happy. I don't going, think it was taking convention- Yeah, I don't think it was taking conventions away though. Like I think they're going to be more comics focused and less media focused because they don't care. Like no. that's they don't I mean the people the people making the comics care. Like you're their audience. Like they want to hear from you. The people making the TV shows, they don't give a shit what you think. They don't give a shit about anything. Mm, yeah. True. But like yeah. I don't know, you can tweet at Chris Hemsworth. Maybe he answers a question. You know what I mean? Like there's chances or, or for interaction. But, but or you know, Tara Strong or the doctor the doc, the cast of Doctor Who or stuff like that. You know, there's there's they're like still, I think they're still gonna do that stuff at Comic Cons though. I don't think they're taking that away. I think that they're gonna want to do their own thing. And why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they want to control their own message? Because you know, when you're at a Comic Con and there's ten other there's ten other presentations and you're trying to fight for space, isn't it better for them to host their own thing? Well, you know, that that's been happening a lot with in the tech world too. That's why Apple has yeah, its own well, yeah. thing now. Because why fight for why fight for attention when you can create your own event and get attention if you can host something? And Netflix, let's be real, Netflix is doing good, but they're not they're not what they once were. Like they're not the only game in town, and they're mm-hmm. struggling. They're struggling for eyes and relevancy too. Like they're sure. still the most powerful, but they've been in the game the longest. True, 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 true. But again, like if you if they let up on the gas pedal, Disney's going to pass them. Yeah, yeah. So why fight Disney when you can? When you can, you know, control them. I mean, like, I, it's very big brotherish, but I get it from a business point of view. Like, and I still think they'll host, like, the like, I still think you're gonna be able to meet the cast of Doctor Who at, at like Comic Con or something like that. They just won't have those gigantic announcements, or maybe they split them up. I don't know. Yeah, no, and if it's I agree. if and, it's and, my dollar as a business, I'm gonna host my own event rather than spend a fortune to rent out space. Yeah, no, that's yeah. true, and and. And the whole thing of waiting for conventions to make announcements, uh, we're past that, I think, you know, because of the, because of social media, you know, people mm-hmm. want to know things right away. So I agree. Yeah. Well, we're going to, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Interesting. Is that, is that your word of the day? Mm, sure. Not interesting. <laughs> Just like with the, we've been hearing rumors for a while that the, the Spider-Man trailer is going to come out. Yeah, I believe when I see it. We have actually yet to see it, so. Fun. Very fun. Very, Boy, very we, fun. We faded out of this one. I think yeah. we're ending with a whimper. So let's, let's, ooh, let my, my wife just sent me a picture of the dog. She crapped on the floor. Um, <laughs> glad so I'm let's in keep he- this going so you don't have to clean it up. Yeah, glad I'm in here, <laughs> not downstairs right now. She doesn't listen to the show. I got away with one. No, as I was going to say, so next week, are we going to review? Because next week, Loki started, or uh, Wednesday. By the time when this show hits, this evening, right? The show comes out on Wednesday. Loki yeah. will be a thing. Yep. So we're back to our 40 minutes of discussion on the new Marvel show. I've missed it. I've missed overanalyzing every shot and every choice that's made. And, I, and thinking about what it means in the greater scheme of 
of my existence and the existence of the MCU and the nature of reality. So it's all, it's all, it's all Mephisto. I mean, Kang. I mean, Mephisto. I mean, so, so, Mephistang. Mephistang, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Episode title two? No. Um, <laughs> well, and this is definitely going to be a show where I think we're probably going to be talking about everything that goes on in it. It's going to be more along the lines of WandaVision in that sense as opposed so. to, to Falcon Winter Soldier, which yeah, was very a- straightforward. It wasn't, I like Falcon and Syndrome a lot, but I don't think it was like a fun show. Like it was no. a show that made you think, right? right and it right, hit right. you with the action and then like made you think of the nature of society. This show looks, seems like it's going to be a little bit more loose. Like it's Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson doing Doctor Who, basically. Yeah. Uh, time jumping or reality jumping. Yeah. Doctor, why not, if you will? <laughs> writing wrongs, that uh, writing things that once went wrong. Wronging, wronging things that once went right. Yeah. Hoping each time the leap. <laughs> The next sleep will be the leap home. We'll be oh. nowhere. We'll be nowhere near home. God. So yeah, it's like, oh yeah, this is the evil quantum leap. Yes, this yeah, is. It's, I, it's, I love it's that. Loki leap. I I just can't I'm wait just to see the battle between too. the battle between Owen Wilson and Loki. Like it's gonna be fun. I'm very curious to see Tom Hiddleston on his own, not playing off of Chris Hemsworth. Right, like this sure. is gonna be a fun thing for him. I'm I'm very excited, and then we're also gonna review Stormfront. So, are we still doing that next week? You want to push it a week because Loki premieres? How do we want to do this? Now we're gonna be talking about Loki every every week, right? So yeah, we might as yeah. well so, do them both. So There's JD, JD, get your ass in gear and read the book. Got it. Ah, is that, <laughs> that what it's all about? You don't I, want to I can always you don't use, want to read the book. No, I want to read the book. I just I could always use more time. Trying so, time with a five year old is intense. Let me tell you. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe the Spider Man trailer come out. So that'll be it'll be Loki, yeah, right. social uh, nerd nerd madness, and Spider Man trailer. There and, is no Spider Man trailer. It's never gonna happen. There's a movie coming out. I could have year. No, so next a, year or this winter. It's coming out the end of this year. But there's a movie coming out. A Sony movie coming out this weekend that they're saying they think the trailer's attached oh, to. That is quite possible. And also, there are people online who work at movie theaters that have confirmed that the trailer has been sent out to theaters. Hmm. So, hmm. yeah. Hmm. Okay. So that's why the rumor is that it's attached to this new. They, uh, Sony they could movie. just throw. They could just throw a giant spider logo on that and go December, and people are going <laughs> to go. They don't have to show us anything. Like, yeah, remember the first true. Phantom Menace trailer, and we didn't know anything, and we were all excited. Oh right, we, they, it was the mist thing. The, they yeah. the mist scene, which was literally like a so, split second in the movie, and all you heard was music of like, "Yeah, Star right. Wars," and you're like, "I have no idea what this is about. I can't wait to see trade negotiations." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What back, are we trading? Go back into. <laughs> I want to say I can't remember what year it was. Probably late '80s, maybe '90, in the movie theater, and. There was the sh- Captain America shield goes flying across the screen. Oh yeah, it says Captain America and coming whatever blah. And obviously, we know that movie never came out. But well, it came out to video, and we all learned why it never came yes. out. <laughs> but a lot of people got excited just from seeing the shield fly by and, and date. So Guilty. yes, yeah, so. because that was right after Batman came out. So I assumed all superhero movies were going to look like that now. Exactly. What a chump I was. Not only yeah. that. That all the superheroes were going to get movies at that point. It's yeah. well, they were trying to make all these superhero movies, and it just didn't happen. Like everything was in development, but nothing got nothing got made, other than you know a handful of things here and there. Like odd movies get made. Steel got made. Yeah, it's a movie set in the Superman universe. 
without Superman. Superman. But, with Venom? <laughs> but with Shaquille O'Neal. That's a great comparison, actually. No one has made. Venom is the no, steel no, no, of no. the MCU. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I, I have to admit, I stole that. Oh, okay. So Wizard Podcast. Oh, I don't remember that point. I don't remember them saying that. Did they? And uh, Joey made it in the most recent episode. They were talking about they were talking about the Mor- Morbius. What was it? Oh no, they were talking about the Craven movie. Yeah. Oh, okay, I missed that week's. I missed last week's episode. Okay. And they were talking about the Craven movie, and and it was like, yeah, it's like you know, Steel, uh, Superman a movie set in the Superman universe that may not contain Superman. But <laughs> you know, did they Spider-Man. even? I don't remember. Did they even mention Superman in the Steel movie? Oh, I, I don't think remember. they do. It's so long. I don't even. Yeah. I don't even think I watched the whole thing. It was so bad. I look. I watched it in high school as like one of those things you rent terrible movies just to rent them. And I don't think I made it through it to be honest with you. So I don't remember. Yeah. Shaquille O'Neal is steel. An inspired choice at the time. <laughs> at the time, but well, a bad. One. They thought it was bankable. I think it did make money. I don't think it made a lot of money. Well, at least now he gets to do the general commercials. Yeah, she, dude, let's not never feel bad for Shaq. Shaq's made oh, no, a no. lot of money doing a lot of things. Shaq is. Oh, I don't feel bad for Shaq. Yes. And, he, and he's a happy guy. And he, you know, yeah. He's doing some wrestling now, too. Oh, mm. my God. He is. He's a big guy to be a wrestler. There's a lot of big wrestlers. And he's actually pretty good at it for, you know, 50 year old dude, broken down basketball player. But yes, looking forward right. to doing Stormfront next week. All right. Wow. We have, we have yeah. gone off the rails at the end here. All right. So on that note, guys, have any recommendations for our audience uh, this week? John? To to your eternity. It is an anime that is way different than any other anime out in the last, uh, gods, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's just way, very different. I mean, it, and it's kind of dark and it's, the premise is incredibly interesting. To some, some weird god takes a stone, throws it onto the earth not this earth, like another earth. And the gives a stone, just these properties to learn. And slowly the stone starts to, you know, learn how to become a dog and then a bear and then human. And then like, it's, it's, it, it's a slow burn and it's the storytelling is just freaking amazing. So I, I can't say more than that. I don't want to spoil more of it. So. All right. JD. I just finished Later by Stephen King, his latest book. It took me a while to get through it because I've been so busy. It's It plays off like a like – a, the term supernatural thriller is used to describe a lot of his books, but this is literally like a like a cop thriller type of thing that has ghosts and stuff like it. And it's not his best work, but it's fun, and there's enough just enough winks and nods to his old stuff to make you, oh, yeah, I know this one. It's, a su- it's technically a super quick read. It just took me forever to get through it because life has been getting in the way. But it was an enjoyable read. The Institute was better. If It Bleeds was better. This one's pretty good, though. So um, if you're looking for a quick summer read that's a little, you know, a little thrilling, a little ghostly, Later by Stephen King. Hmm. Well, all right. Well, I... We'll recommend that you go to SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find the podcast every week. Links to our social media at the top of the page. And of course, uh, reviews, comic book reviews by our good friend D-Square. I'm also going to recommend if you're listening to the podcast, go to YouTube.com forward slash Superhero Speak and subscribe to us there. Because you can actually see our beautiful faces smiling at you every week. Smile, guys, smile. (laughs) And I am going to recommend if you have never read Jim Butcher's series the dresden files 
you should go read Stormfront because we are going to be talking about that next week. And that's your homework. You have homework uh, now. <laughs> uh, he is the father of urban fantasy, and it is one of the best uh, fantasy novel series out there. So, yeah, I highly recommend it. All right. So on that note, boys and girls, as always, thanks for hanging out. And don't let your cape get caught in the door. Have a good week. <laughs>